0: place is busy. Hey man, uh, can I get a virgin Caesar please? Yeah, sure thing boss. Uh, By the way, name's Dima. uh, If you need anything. One Caesar coming right up. No, no, sorry. Uh, Virgin Caesar. Virgin. Dima, Dima, virgin. Dima, virgin. No, (laughs) no, sorry. His, His name's Dima. His name's Dave. Hey, sorry, boss. Life's a wreck, so you got to make your own fun, you know? Yeah, here's that Clamato juice. Uh, Take it away, boys. What's going on, guys? And welcome back to Life's a Wreck. So here's a podcast, episode 10, which seems so crazy to say. The fact that people have stayed interested in this podcast for 10 weeks now. Okay, pump the brakes. I think you're uh, over-exaggerating how much people care. Just just a little bit. Uh, and that it just uh, keeps getting bigger and better. Um, this is just honestly like... I, I'm, I know I'm rambling right now, uh, which is no different from every other episode of the podcast, but... I just want to send a quick, before we get started, just a quick thank you to everyone who has shared the podcast, supported the podcast, reviewed the podcast, uh, rated the podcast, who's just you know been involved with the growth of this podcast. It really does mean the world to me, and I want you guys to know that there are some big things coming. Uh, we're really working on a lot of different projects right now to bring you the best product possible. Oh my God, this guy loves his P words, eh? Get a pop uh, and to continue evolving as a mental health podcast uh, i'm continuing to evolve as a content creator myself working on developing new skills i just want to be able to continue to just kind of go uh, on this this incline this increase uh in just like the quality of work that's being put out uh, so i just want you to know there's a lot of work being put in on the back end and all the support that you guys have shown the messages uh, of, of encouragement and sharing your own stories that's really what's made this worth it so i, I just want to you know encourage you guys to continue to focus on your mental health to focus on you to focus on your betterment uh, to focus on just living a better life because that's what this podcast was all about was just tangibly trying to teach men how to live just more authentic lives happier lives healthier lives how to deal with their mental illness with their lack of mental health so uh, before we get started I just wanted to say thank you and with all the growth that this podcast has experienced um, you know this is kind of exciting now I get to do some brand sponsorship stuff so Without further ado, episode ten of Life's Erect, Who so here's a podcast, is officially sponsored by Daydream. Daydream is uh, a okay. Wait, okay, now hold on. Someone wants to attach their brand to this dumpster fire. This podcast is brutal. Why? I I think it's I think it's good. Yeah, you would. Eh, you know, kids got a bit of an ego problem. He wants a Grammy every time he burps. Are you Are you done? You're gonna keep complaining or can I can I do this now? I you know how much what I've been looking forward to this. Giver. This is unreal. I can't believe that this is happening. Okay, are we can we pack up the pity party or what's Thank you. Okay, as I was saying guys, this episode is sponsored by Daydream. Daydream is Canada's first hemp infused sparkling water. It's got 0 grams of sugar, 10 calories and is a great alternative to pop and energy drinks. Most energy drinks have taurine, caffeine, um, and sugar that can really mess with your body, but this is all natural, non-GMO, vegan and gluten-free, which basically checks off all the boxes for me. It's also got adaptogens like ginseng, marigna, and hemp extract, which work together to decrease stress and increase focus. I was originally introduced to daydream when i saw some of their posts on social media uh, and was able to get some product to try it out they had promised this really fantastic relaxed and focused feel and i didn't know you could get that from a sparkling water so um i've always been interested in health and in nutrition so i decided to uh to try it out and honestly guys i i was absolutely blown away so i reached out to them about being the first sponsor for the podcast um I, i was really impressed not only did the sparkling water taste fantastic But the feeling that I got about 15 minutes after kind of cracking it open was this feeling of, you know, I was very, very relaxed. It's kind of hard to put it into words. You kind of got to try it for yourself. And if you do want to try it for yourself, you can use the code dreamers Ten. For 10% off at checkout on their website with the sponsorship guys we're also going to be dropping a giveaway next Friday with daydream so make sure to be following at daydream on instagram as well as at kylemore08 and at life's a record podcast uh, and we're going to make sure to be getting that out to you guys I'm super excited for you guys to be able to try this product and uh, you know super excited for the sponsorship and with that being said let's get into the podcast So this week on the podcast, guys, we're going to be talking about how to stay mentally healthy while you're at school uh, and just kind of healthy in general uh, while you're at school. And when I say school, I mean college or university. Uh, I know all of my listeners don't fall into that demographic necessarily, but I do know a lot of you are either going from high school into the kind of like the final years of high school, those first years of university, or going into later university and kind of transitioning uh, out of school and into the workforce or, uh, or out into the world to spread your wings, fly and enjoy life. I would love to spread my wings and fly so far away from you. Uh, so, going through these transition periods can be really tough. But I want to focus on while you're in college or university, the things that you can do to kind of maximize your health uh, while you're going through these times, because these can be some of uh, these these will be some of the funnest times of your life. You will enjoy so much of what you get to do at college or university, but these will also be at times some of the most stressful periods uh, of your life. There's going to be a lot of factors that can without you even realizing it create a very negative environment and if you buy into that negative environment uh, it can definitely put you in a very negative headspace and I know a lot of the times especially for men who may be going through a lack of mental health uh, when you're so focused on what's going on inside of your head it's very hard to focus on those external factors that can be influencing what's going on inside so establishing this healthy environment while you're at school is going to benefit you so, so much in the long run. And I wish I had have realized this when I got to school. It has been a couple of years of a lot of self-reflection, a lot of mistakes, a lot of learning from um, my flaws in the way that I approach certain aspects of my life. And, uh, you know, these are just some of my experiences, some of the things that I went through that I've realized that I think would help, uh, re- you know, regardless of at what point you're at in your, your education. Uh, I think that these are things that you can take with you to just kind of remember and, uh, and I really think that it'll help you uh, along yet that journey to a better mental uh, mental state along that journey of mental wellness. So the first thing that I want to say is overall, just remembering your drive, remembering why you're you're where you are. Um, and this was something that I struggled with big time. I definitely kind of let my fire in a sense, burn out. Uh, I was so in high school, even though I was going through a lot of tough mental times, I was so driven. I was so passionate. I knew exactly what I wanted to do. I knew exactly where I wanted to go. Uh, I wanted to get out of my small town and go into the big city and try to kind of make a name for myself. And that was something that I was super focused on. I was super driven. I was making connections. I was, I was out there hustling. Uh, and through just, you know, certain aspects of my life, uh, all of a sudden I stopped focusing on myself. I stopped focusing on this drive. Uh, and I just kind of like let that simmer away. And I was very stagnant. I was very, uh, a blase, I guess you could say, uh, my crack open the thesaurus here in a second, try to get a couple more words because I was so, I was like paint drawing on a wall. It just like, I, I had very little still going for me. I was very, I was on cruise control. I don't know if past tense is the right tense for you saying, I don't have a lot going for me. I think the biggest thing a lot for men to remember is remembering your drive and why you're there. Um, it's easy to lose sight of that, but when you remember like what got you to this point, a lot of the time it's kind of like that, just a little reminder as to what you're capable of. The other thing is recognize bad patterns when they come up. And I know that that's one of those things that can be kind of tough to do in the moment, but when you notice that all of a sudden your schoolwork's slipping or your social life's slipping or these, you know, these major factors of your life, aren't there or that there's negative people influencing those, uh, you know, those different aspects of life. I think recognizing that, you know, is a very healthy thing to do. That self reflection, uh, that was something that I didn't learn to do until much later in my university career. And it was something that I wish I had have known earlier to kind of take that step back once in a while and say, you know, I don't feel normal. I don't quite feel happy and healthy. Like, what about this situation is making me feel this way so that's something that I would recommend doing for sure is just taking one day every couple of weeks and just stepping back and saying is everything in my life going well am I happy with the you know the progress that I'm at am I happy where everything is right now and if the answer is yes and the thing is like there are going to be times where the answer is no and it's like there's not much you can do about certain situations like if you're completely overloaded with work yes some you know some or work I, I you know I see school work. um So, you know, that, you know, yeah, everything's kind of slipping a little bit and that's kind of tough and I'm not as able to hang out with my friends as much because I'm focusing on school, which is exactly what I'm going to get into right now. And that's the three pillars of life at college, university. I'm just going to say school. Uh, And these three pillars are things that I've kind of thought about the overarching theme of school. And what are the three things that if I could chunk my entire life into kind of three segments, where would, where, you know, what would those three segments be? And when I was thinking about this, I thought the three things that are kind of like the most prominent, I guess, overarching themes are social, school, and work. And when I say social, school, and work, your social life is the first pillar, school is the second pillar, and your work and financial life is the third pillar. And I think that that's also like the level of importance. I think that your social life and the things that you're doing in your social life should be the number one most important thing. I'm going to get into why in a sec, because a lot of people are going to kind of disagree between one and two. I think your social life is the most important. Secondly is your school life. And I think the third most important thing is your financial and your work life. Now, I know that that can seem kind of backwards because you kind of need the money to go to school and to do the things with your friends or, or, you know, fund certain aspects of both of those other things. But I really, truly believe that what you get out of school, what you get out of school socially are those intangible skills that you're going to take with you into the rest of your life that's how to handle relationships how to handle friendships your social life at school is so incredibly important and i don't think a lot of people give it the recognition that i think that it deserves i didn't give the, the recognition that i think it deserves my own experience with my social life at school has been a bit of a uh, a bit of a roller coaster when I first got to school, I came from a small town in New Brunswick. I was ready to party. I was in the big city. I, I thought that this was just going to be, you know, the craziest time of my life. And I went to a school that was largely a commuter school. So I, you know, I didn't end up doing as much like crazy what you see on social media partying as I was expecting to. I thought it was going to be absolutely wild. And at times it was, it was a really good time. Uh, those, you know, those first couple of years kind of thing. But uh, it definitely wasn't at that same level of what I was expecting. Nevertheless, uh, when I had got to school... I was, you know, so excited to meet new people, to try new things. Um, and and I was kind of in a little bit bit of a way I was thriving. I was in this new space, but I didn't even feel like it was that foreign because I was just having so much fun uh, being here and, and being with my friends and and just developing as a person. But then as I kind of progressed through school and as my mental health admittedly got a little bit worse and worse and worse, and as that, these cycles started developing, these negative cycles, I and, you know... It's one of those things I've talked to my friends about this uh, and I have honestly apologized for this, uh, you know, for for what had happened uh, because I started to kind of neglect my friends. Uh, I I wasn't the best friend, uh, you know, I wasn't the best person to be around in general, regardless of what our relationship was. Um, And it was something that, you know, it it was really kind of tough for me. Because I I was so I was kind of in this like little bubble and I kept blaming all of these external factors for why I wasn't feeling good why my mental health was was kind of shit. Um, a- instead of kind of like the, doing that self reflection and saying oh I need to do work on this I need to work on that I need to work on that it was you need to work on this you need to do that and you need to do that and that's why I'm not healthy it was this blame game. Uh, it you know I was kind of uh, you know like I said at the beginning of the podcast to that jerk in the back sticks and stones buddy. Um, I was throwing myself a little pity party. And it was a it was a tough situation to be in, and so I let a lot of my friendships slip. uh, You know, relationships in my life they all kind of uh, started to go downhill, and largely that was because of me. Um, And uh, and yeah, it was one of those things that social skills that you learn are so important. And sadly, I kind of had to mess up to learn those skills, uh, and I had to remake the friends that I had, and I had to kind of go through this process and I never fully lost you know some friends but you know some certain people I did certain people I didn't Um, but yeah I just wasn't the, the greatest guy and and I didn't put an emphasis on my social life and I didn't understand how important a social life is while you're at school and and I will be the first to advocate that having a solid friend group a solid social life is the foundation for what everything else that you do at school because school is tough and you are, you know, going through it alone is a hell of a lot tougher, because when stuff is going to, sh- and I promise you, when you're running late to an eight a.m. wearing the same nine dollar Value Village Metallica shirt that you wore to the bar the night before, crap, are gonna fail. Shirt looks great though. Yeah, it, it, like it'll it'll get to that point, and you'll just kind of like stuff will be you haven't done the project, everything's falling apart, your D two L doesn't even recognize you anymore because your is so low d2l is just what we use at ryerson i don't know blackboard or whatever you guys want to call it um your your grades are are plummeting basically and uh you know you'll need people to turn to and especially when you're not close to home like i did like i you know i felt so secluded i had nowhere to turn to like in my opinion the social aspect of school is just so important so important And then the other side of that is like you get to educate yourself on recognizing negative social situations as well. When you're surrounded by people who are negative or people who are bringing you down or people who don't have that same work ethic as you do, um, it can create, you know, you can buy into it because, you know, just by human nature, so many of us, when we're trying to be accepted and we're trying to be liked, we'll just mindlessly agree with the people around us or we'll kind of buy into into a pack mentality. Um, and and it's so unhealthy if that's truly not what you believe in. If, you know, you just have to surround your people who are lights in your life, who, you know, you can turn to as, you know, you can turn to for warmth and acceptance and, and, and a good time because that's so huge in school too like go out and party and have fun. You have to find balance, find balance. Don't, you know, force yourself to go out, enjoy life, but, you know, party safely and let loose, like have a good time. You know, enjoy those weekends that you can spend with your friends. You can go and do these incredible things. Explore wherever, you know, your school or college. Like, explore these parts of the, it. Like, do you want to chase that one again or take two? Just enjoy the social aspect because the friendships that you build, uh, I guess not. Keep the relationships that you have, these are going to shape who you are. These are the things that you're going to take with you into the rest of your life. And when you have a solid social foundation at school, everything else starts to work its way out. And school for me, as I had said, I was one of those people who I came into university and was ready to go. I was ready to rip. I was like, I felt like even before I did a single thing, I was top of my class. I just had, it wasn't even an ego thing. I felt like I was actually healthy um, because I was just so determined and I was so confident in my ability and what I could do. And then just kind of like slowly as as I, as I kind of kept going through it, when my grades started to slip, I didn't feel like that big fish from the small pond. You know what I mean? Like I, I didn't feel, I didn't have that confidence. My confidence dwindled. And, and my school life started to slip and I was so worried about, oh, if this isn't, you know, I was a bit of a perfectionist. And if I, if I didn't feel like this was going in and it was perfect, I was just like, it was, it was complete dog. (laughs) And I was like hating on myself and it was bad. And I wasn't scheduling anything. I had a very important person in my life um, who would, you know, always criticize me. Uh, Hey, you know, just always ragged me for never scheduling things and always being terrible with my time management. And at the time I was like, that's who I am. You know, like I don't schedule things. Ugh, I talked a little deeper. So I was, I was mad and angry. <laughs> I was just, and I would always push back. And the, always, the excuse was so immature. It was always, oh, but that's not who I am. I'm not someone who schedules things. You're someone who schedules things. I'm not someone who schedules things. Well, I can tell you I'm someone who schedules things now. Yeah, and where I was when I wasn't scheduling things and now setting up interviews, um, you know, getting making time to produce the podcast, to record the podcast, to get everything out, like, This is just such a mass scheduling, such a massive aspect of my life, getting to CFL games, like, you know, to, to do some work there. Like every aspect of my life is now on a calendar and it's on my phone. This makes you sound so out of touch. Every assignment that I have, every class that I have is, is ready and ready to go. And it's one of those things. I don't even have to think about it. I used to literally, it would be one of those things. I would show up to class and just be like, did we have anything due? And the people around me be like, well, yeah, you know, like we had like this project, we had to do this, we had to do that here's a list of 10 things we had to do. What do you mean? And I would like sit there and try to pound it out before class. It was just an absolute disaster. And then I would go home and just like watch Netflix. was just lazy. Just bought into like the laziness. And it was so, you know, so bad. And then the other thing I want to say about school really quickly, and this was a saving grace for me, so I cannot stress this enough. And I just want to send a quick shout out to the counseling services at Ryerson University here in Toronto, because they were so unbelievably fantastic. One of the turning points in my entire life was going to Ryerson Counseling and, and, and sitting down and talking uh, with one of the incredible counselors that they have there. Uh, and, I, and I won't you know, put her name out there just for privacy reasons, but the counselor that I had was one of the first people in my life where I opened up to about everything that was happening. About all of the factors that I believed were outside factors, all of the internal factors, everything that I was dealing with—the self-hate, the you know, the the not recognition of who I was. Why was I losing this passion, this drive? I wasn't a good friend. I wasn't, you know, the connection aspect of my life was dwindling. And I, I told, I, I poured my heart out to this woman. God bless her, because I was a disaster. Life's a wreck, and Kyle Moore is driving the ship. And she was one of the first people to kind of like sit me, sit, you know, sit me down, look me in the eye. And after hearing everything that I had to say, she looked at me and just said, and I'll never forget this. You know, that sounds like it's really, really tough. And you think that that's so simple, but I finally had someone who I kind of opened up to. And this was one of the first times I'd opened up to, you know, really somebody to this counselor. And when I did, they just looked at me and just said, wow, like, that sounds exhausting. And it was like, yeah, th- this is tough. This sucks. You think that I want to wake up every morning and just be like, you know, tied to the back of the truck of life and just d- dragged down a gravel road. Like it was just, you know, I just felt so run down. And this person didn't even like, know there was the, the first thing out of their mouth wasn't advice or criticism. It was just, I'm so sorry that you have to go through that. That sounds exhausting. Let's see how we can help this. Let's see what we can do. Let's make this better. And genuinely, that was one of the turning points in my life that put me on the path that I feel like I'm on today. Creating the podcast, living a healthier life, you know, yeah, scheduling things, cleaning my room, doing these little things that just kind of make my life just a little bit easier, a little bit healthier. And it all started with just someone saying, you know, I can't understand what you're going through, but I'm going to try to help you. And that was so powerful. And I cannot, you know, thank this woman enough. And I have thanked her profusely. Um, but I would say that one of the biggest things that I can say for those who are going to school, young men who are getting into this situation where they're at school or they're going into their final year or they're worried about a transition period in their life, whether that's getting to school or leaving school or even just one year to the next because each year is a new adventure. It's a new transition. And it can be very scary. It can be tough. One of the things I would say... Is take advantage of the counseling services that you have available to you through your school. A lot of the times it's covered through tuition. And these people see like you know, you don't have to be worried about going to see these people because this is what they're, this is what their jobs are. These people are passionate about helping young people live healthier lives. It's incredible. Like that's their life purpose. I talked to, you know, talked with Dan Berlin on the podcast about purpose. Their purpose is helping people. That's fantastic. It's beautiful. It's so cool. Such a badass job. And that's the thing. Is like I understand that there's still stigma, especially for young men. You don't want to be seen as weak or vulnerable sometimes. And trust me, I get it. I've been there. But man, looking tough but hating who you are and hating your situation or looking vulnerable and being happy with who you are, feeling like you're living an authentic life, kind of coming out of that mental fog. Bro, I will take door two a hundred times. Man, that showcase showdown doesn't even like you. Basically, like door one opens up, and it's like yeah, you got a leather jacket and a couple of punches in the face. You're like, wow, well, the leather jacket does make me look cool. Door number two, well, we got some fluffy slippers here and a trip to Cabo. You're like, well, those fluffy slippers, I'm gonna look kind of, I'm gonna look kind of soft in those. Take the slippers, bro. Like I promise you, you will thank yourself for taking taking the slippers because man. When you kind of find that mental comfort, whoa, finding mental acceptance, loving who you are, man, that'll hit you hard. Oh God, I can smell your breath from here. It's fantastic. It's great. Super cool. So I would say one of the biggest things I can say about school is take advantage of the counseling services and find your flow. What works for you doesn't always work for someone else. Just because someone likes to go study at the library or whatever, like me personally, I like to do work from home. And this is where I'm the most productive. This is where I'm the most comfortable. And this is where I get the best work done. So, you know, that's just one aspect of like finding that flow in school. But find that flow in that school work. And then also, when you find flow, find flow in that work life, that work school life balance. Because I know the financial side of school can be incredibly stressful. Trust me, I just paid my tuition today. Ryerson just took a chunk out of the bank account. Tuition is hefty. It's a. Large, gargantuan. Sorry, I, I actually brought brought it to the stores. Um, yeah, it's tough, man. And having money to to pay for that and to kind of put yourself through school, there's a little bit of that. There, you know, there's a little bit of pride in that. One of the things you're gonna have to do to get money, a lot of the time, is to work a job. Ninety nine percent of the time, that's usually how money uh, how money works. You know, you work some kind of job or you produce some kind of product and you get money in return, and then you use that money to buy things. You know, my experience while working at school has been, I've only started doing that recently uh, because I, you know, I was so busy with what was, what was going on mentally uh, and, and then trying to find that balance through school. But when you can find that social life and school balance and then integrate just one or two shifts a week at a job, just so you have that little bit of spending money, you can go out, you can have, you know, have drinks with your friends, you know, because listen, things add up while you're at school. Your buddies go out, you have a couple of beers then you have a couple of vodka crayons, then, you know, you're a little bit daring. You suggest a couple Cosmos. The boys are on board. You know, never talk about it again. That'll come up. That's going to happen. And that bill is not going to be cheap. But having that job, that, you know, part-time job, being able to pay for that kind of stuff and just kind of like, you know, it's a great story. You know, oh, we went out, blah, 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 blah. We had a good time. Those good times are what you're going to, man, you're going to remember those times. And you're going to miss those times. Every time you go out with a group of friends, Like you don't know, like man, life catches up to you and your life catches up with you hard. And when it does, you never know like how, who's going in their separate ways and when it's happening. So take advantage, you know, live in that moment. But working is one of the ways that you could finance those moments because, you know, sadly in life, a lot of things aren't free, especially when you're living in bigger, bigger centers. It's tough, tougher to find things. You know, when you're in the, you know, when I'm on the East coast, you can go for a drive or you can do all these things um you know you can go for a walk go for a hike a little four-wheeling down the trail and all that kind of stuff but when you're in a bigger center it's a little bit tougher a lot of things you know cost a lot more money it's uh it's tougher so when you have that part-time job and you're able to finance those moments that's fantastic and taking six 12 you know a couple shifts a week out of your out of your day and blocking off that thing that goes back to scheduling i promise you it'll be it'll be worth it in the long run absolutely and so just to kind of sum everything up, the social aspect of life I believe is the most important and then we have school and then we have work. When you have that strong social foundation, everything else will start to fall in the line and I really think that that, you know, is a great way to uh to kind of look at it as this three pillar this three pillar structure that is your entire life uh, while you're at school. And the social aspect is also, you know, your family and, and your friendships, all those relationships. When you have those and those are, are strong and con- you can be confident in them, it's fantastic. I can't promise it'll help you, even though I'm very passionate. I passionately believe it will, but I think that it's, you know, I think that it's worth a try. So just remember when you're going into these, these transition periods in your life of that three pillar system, And uh, that's going to do it this week for the podcast. The challenge for this week, though, guys, is I want you to think about these three pillars. And right now, I want you to write down three things under each one of this. So we'll kind of put, you know, social, school, work. And I want you to put three things under the, you know, each of these columns that you can work on in each one of these things. So for social, you know, I want to build, I want to have a, you know, build closer friendships, you know, I want to be a better boyfriend or girlfriend. I just want to be, you know, I want to connect with more people. I want to network more. So, you know, you put those three things, you put three things under each, and then you put three things under each that you're proud of yourself for. And I think that that's important because when you give yourself that self validation, you say, you know, I did this well, I did this well, I did this well, you kind of start to realize like what you can take from the things that you've done well and you can t- w- apply them to the things that haven't been going so well. I really believe that that's something that's going to help you put things into perspective as we come to the end of the podcast. Guys, I just want to thank you so much for tuning in. So cool the fact that you guys, you know, wanna listen to this product and, and reach out and interact with me about what's going on. Uh make sure to follow the podcast on social media at Life's Rec Podcast on Instagram and then follow myself at Kyle Moore Eight and myself on Twitter at kmore 81 zero zero eight one. and as I'm sitting here kind of just like um figuring out the how I'm gonna end this podcast. Oh, yep, sorry, that's right. No it says uh I just wrote a little note here. Uh Life's Rec. so that was the podcast.